Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to Backchat, our sister programme to The Backstory. I'm Claire Mutimer. And I'm Susie Coulson. This is our regular slot where we talk about the most recent episode of The Backstory. It's what we think, what you think, and quite a lot of going off topic. So today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 4, Learning to Live Again, Tiff's Story. Yes, that's right. This is the story of Tiff Young's. Um, Essentially, Tiff appeared at the age of 28 to have like an amazing life. Um, she was recently married to Tom Youngs, the England and Leicester Tigers rugby player. They had a new baby girl, Maisie, and a lovely family home in Leicester. Um, but then everything was turned on its head when Tiff was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, which is a type of blood cancer. Um, and Tiff went underwent several years like of treatment, including two stem cell transplants, um, and then last April, um, April 2017, she was told the totally devastating news that her cancer was terminal. Um, and then this extraordinary turnaround in the last year, which um, now sees Tiff in remission from the disease. Yeah, so they're kind of the facts of, of Tiff's story. But I think really what this programme was all about was her, wasn't it? Her thoughts, yeah. her feelings, you know, what it's like to have a baby and have cancer how you ever go about telling your four-year-old that you're going to die. And then, of course, in Tiff's situation, how you cope with this really incredible news that somehow you're in remission. Yes, exactly. I don't know how many mums are like me and regularly let their mind roll off to, like, worst-case yeah, scenarios. Yeah, I think we all do that. Do you do that? Yeah. yeah. And this is certainly one of them, being terminally ill with cancer and having small children. Mm. Um, it's just... Like one of the worst combinations ever, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. And I think because of Tiff's remarkable situation where she's now in remission, it allowed her to talk like really honestly about the terminal diagnosis because thank God she isn't in that, in you know, that isn't the case anymore. And yeah. it probably allowed me also to ask those difficult questions. Yeah, knowing that she was reflecting back on something that had happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I found that really moving. I think we've had quite a few people in tears driving their cars around this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some big burly blokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've had a really big response to this programme, haven't we? Yes, I think more than anything, Tiff has just really struck a chord with everyone, hasn't she? She just sounds so natural and real and honest and she's gone through, like, 
you know, us mum and dad's greatest fear of the terminal cancer. And it's just the most amazing thing that she's still here. Yeah, it is. Um, I think for Tom as well, you know, he's been through what for many guys will be one of their greatest fears, you know, the the prospect of losing your wife and, you know, the mother of your child and, you know, facing not only your own grief, but knowing that you're going to be, you know, raising your child as a single dad. And, you know, I I can't imagine the the strain that that put him under. Um, But he sounds as though he's been amazing, really amazing. Oh, God, yeah. I think he's definitely up for some kind of award. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, I didn't include this bit, but like something that certainly made me laugh actually was like Tiff said that she had said to Tom, like, so now that I'm not dying, like, would you have done all those things that like, you know, I we had agreed, like, should I, you know, should I have died sort of thing? Would you have like gone and lived in the place that we talked about? And would you have plaited Maisie's hair every day? And like, and I think <laughs> Tom was a... like, oh, I don't know. Like, um, and then he was like, well, we don't have to talk about that now, do we? Like, yeah, he should have just smiled and said, yes, of course, I would have done absolutely everything. Yes, as he did. <laughs> so yeah, some of the conversations that like Tiff and Tom have had, like, I, you know, I think they had a lifetime of conversations yeah. in like five years since God, they yeah. got married, like, because, um, yeah, they've had to face so much stuff. But they really do seem as thick as thieves still and, like, just the sweetest couple. Yeah, and I know you mentioned kind of halfway through, don't you, that you know Tiff a little bit. Yes, that's right. And to be honest, she's been ill, like, for almost since I first met her. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm not in her close circle of friends, but I'm friends with some of them. And um, I've always heard what's been happening to Tiff and I've seen her at parties and, um, you know, I've... I, I could really relate to what she was saying about, you know, people talking to her at parties and stuff. Cause I, I, you know, I, I've, you know, been guilty of kind of looking across and thinking, Oh, you know, would she want me to go and say hello? Would she want me to, mm. you know, go and chat with her and engage with her? Like, or, you know, then I kind of thought, well, she's actually having a lot of fun with the, you know, the close friends that she's with. Like maybe she'd rather, I didn't like kind mm. of, you know, interrupt. So yeah, I could really relate to those sort of thoughts of like, you know, when, when to sort of like go and, ask her and like but also not to be a burden and annoyance yeah it's just such a hard thing to get right isn't it I think you know people can I think we all understand what a hard thing it is yeah and definitely Tiff understands like she's you know so empathetic empathic empathic that's the word yeah yeah. Uh, she's (laughs) so empathic with like um you know what other people are thinking you know even when she was telling me about like the doctor's um, telling her that the cancer was terminal and she was sort of saying, you know, oh, it was really difficult for him. She's thinking, like, yeah, thinking oh, no, about the doctor. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. So thoughtful for what other people are thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so into our regular slot um, of three things that we've learnt from this episode. Yep. I'm going to jump in with point number one. Um, I'm kind of really interested when people are in, you know, a very difficult situation and other people say to them, oh, you know, you're so brave and people kind of think, well, you know. Yeah, they say, well, how are you coping? Really choice, how are you coping? It's you like, know, I'm coping because I've got to I've cope. got to, yeah. I've got to cope. And it's not about being brave. It's just about, you You know, what else do you do? Definitely. But actually kind of on the other side, I sort of hesitate to say it, but, you know, she was pretty brave. She is pretty brave. She's, you know, she's certainly got a huge amount of kind of grit and determination about yeah. her, hasn't she? And I really, really... Um, admire that you know she had these little chats with herself kind of forcing her to you know forcing herself to go to parties even when she's maybe not happy with the way she looked or you know not feeling very well and just keeping up this very very positive front so that you know people reacted well people kind of had some idea of how to 
be around her I just oh yeah amazing like she always felt like you know I can really vouch for that because I have actually seen her you know lots of different things and she's yeah she she just has always you know you've just felt like she's just oh this cancer you know just got to cope with that and then then be back to normal kind of thing Mm. you know she always felt like that was how she was coping with it yeah yeah pretty admirable stuff um so I think the thing that I have learned um was about well, I've learned lots of things, but I, I, one of the things was about the kind of the different kind of things you can give away from your own body whilst you're still alive. Um, <laughs> so we all know about blood, um, yeah. But this podcast has made me want to give blood as the very least thing I could do. Yeah. I think. Um, and I've like tried to give blood in the past and not been able to because I've been to Africa too soon, or you know, done unsuitable things that they didn't want me to. No, no, just <laughs> um, and Had then the babies, they babies. Yeah. But now I think I'm good for giving away some of the red stuff yeah, so okay. I'm making a pledge live now that there will be a picture on Instagram feed in the next few months of a bag of my blood okay so there's something for everyone to look forward okay, to okay lovely that sounds good, um, that sounds great um, oh, do you know I'll join you in that I'll come along and we'll do it together brilliant yeah good we can eat the little rich teas or whatever yes. you get at the end yeah yes um but yeah so and also in addition to the blood I didn't really realize this but there's also plasma that you can give away okay um and importantly, the blood stem cells, which is the thing that kind of, you know, potentially has saved Tiff and yes. certainly was part of her treatment. Yes. Um, and this is a bit of a slightly bigger ask of people because it's a procedure that involves like taking the blood from your arm and then it goes through a machine and extracts all the blood stem cells from it. Right. And then it goes back in your other arm. So it's kind of like a sort of circle and, and it takes like four to six hours um, of them taking out these stem cells. Right. But. Obviously, it's a you know it has a massive impact on the person that you give those stem cells to because it could bring them back from like really hard chemo or whatever. Okay. Um, and you can register. The link is on our show notes, and the chances of being called up are like really slim. So I think it's like five percent in ten years of chance of getting called up. But right. if you do, then you know you're potentially saving someone's life. Yeah, and these things kind of sound very academic, don't they? Until you hear from someone like Tiff who has received that treatment. And, yeah, you know, exactly. And suddenly it becomes much more real yeah yeah I'd love to lovely thing to do yeah I think the third thing that I learned from the podcast was um actually to do with Tom and how he dealt with the news that Tiff's cancer was terminal um and he went into work didn't he at Leicester Tigers where he's captain of the team and basically just sat everyone down including the coaches and told them all the position that he was in and I you know I kind of wonder maybe with a sports team it's really vital to be very upfront with all your teammates but you know I think wherever you are you know I, I think there's some benefit yeah I think we could all learn yeah from doing I think that. so yeah. I think so you know kind of everyone knows there are no secrets you can kind of slightly kind of set the agenda of how you want to be treated again kind of give people those clues about you know, how they should be responding, yeah. which is always, you know, reassuring to people. I think, you know, Tom maybe kind of said, you know, it's business as usual while I'm here at the club. So I think there's a lesson for me definitely in that, you know, in, in terms of... So if something happens, you're going to be like sitting me down. Yeah, I am. You're going to be like, right, Claire, yeah. I've got something to tell you. Right. Like our big work tea. Oh, it's just, just me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we move on to our regular section, a podcast recommendation. And we've had tons of inspiration this week because we've been at the British Podcast Awards last weekend. Which oh, was, yes. It was good go, fun, wasn't yeah, it? that was, yeah. I completely pretended to be cool around people that I'd seen. Yeah, she forced me to telly. take a photo with Josh Whittaker in the Josh background. Josh in the background. Quick, quick. He's in the background. <laughs> um... And um, we didn't come away with any awards. That's that's for next year. But um, but loads of contacts and lots of new podcasts to yeah. listen to. So 
This week, we will go with a no-brainer. The winner of the podcast of the year, the winner of the best entertainment and the best interview. She won three awards. Yeah. Um, Griefcast, um, which has some similar characteristics, the backstory, and it's dealing with pretty heavy subjects, um, or subject in this case, which is grief, obviously. Um, and Carrie and Lloyd um, interviews a different comedian or author each week about someone they've lost. It's really just as simple as that but it's yeah. worth a listen yeah definitely worth a listen to that one so Susie I'm wondering what you would do like going back to Tiff's story like if you're in her situation of getting the terminal diagnosis would you go down the route of alternative therapies like she did god I really do you know I just don't know I think you you don't know until you're faced with it no very true um I think you know maybe we all have a tendency to say oh I try anything but actually it's not that simple is it you know I think that mm. Um, you know, Tiff really could have eaten whatever she liked. She could have done stuff that she enjoyed. But by by choosing to follow that very strict diet, you know, she was only eating between 12 and 7, um, traveling from Leicester to London when she was feeling pretty dreadful to go and see the person who was treating her with, you know, that... Yeah, special, that cosmetic yeah, machine. Cosmetic machine yeah, cosmetic machine. Yeah. So actually... She was doing everything she could, but it was really, really hard work when she was feeling very, very poorly. So, yeah. you know, we, we sort of slightly flippantly say, oh, yeah, I'd do anything. But you can't underestimate just what that really means. It's yeah. a, it was a big undertaking what she did. Yeah. I think the other thing that's interesting is sort of mindset. Um, I was pretty careful in the podcast not to attribute Tiff's remission of, um, from the cancer to her positive mindset. Because whilst, you know, she definitely has one. Um, I felt that might under, undermine all those people who, despite a very positive mindset, have not survived yeah. you know, their cancer. Yeah. As far as the sort of alternative therapies goes, I'm, I'm guessing that kind of like believing in those and hoping that they would play a part in her recovery, like, you know, played its part, as it were. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was interested that Tiff was really worried about how people would construe her taking the cannabis oil um but of course everyone responded with like kind of go for it it's amazing and there's some real evidence that this high strength i think it's called thc cannabis oil yeah has some very healing properties and is really good pain reliever as well um so, so i reckon you, i would take that, take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay that was a long up. way of saying that yeah. i would i definitely take the cannabis yeah. oil yeah. <laughs> i think the other really interesting thing about tiff is that you know on the one hand she was doing everything that she possibly could to promote her chances of staying alive but also she was facing up to the prospect of dying and the reality of that yeah. and um you know what she could do to prepare her daughter Maisie for it um so you know it kind of gets you thinking doesn't it about what you would do in a situation like that and you know i i could really relate to what she was trying to do you know trying to be kind of the best mum that she could be while she was still alive but also thinking ahead to what would happen after she died and trying to put things in place to support her daughter as she as she grew older yeah I think that was you know a really good thing to do and it's it's sort of been proven hasn't it with some research that, that it does help kids after their mum's gone yeah Okay, so what's what's next with the backstory, Susie? Well, Claire, you and I are going to beaver away in the back room of the backstory, <laughs> making more shows for people to listen to. So please subscribe if you haven't already. It genuinely is entirely free. Um, keep us in your feed and we'll be back in a few weeks' time with some more fascinating backstories. 
Yep, we are the Backstory Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the Backstory Pod on Twitter. Thank you so much to everyone who's left reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's a huge help to us. Please do leave a review if you haven't already. See it as the equivalent of the quid you would lob at us if we were busking in the street. Thank you also for the likes, the retweets, the shares. It all adds up. So please do share us and endorse us if you have enjoyed this. If you have a backstory you want to share, something that has happened in your life, do get in touch via the website, thebackstorypodcast.co.uk. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.